Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, ladies. Oh my gosh, it feels so good to be back. Um, Wow, it's been a while. I apologize. It's been a while since I've uh, done a podcast, but as you know, I have been recovering and enjoying just feeling better in general. And I feel like since my explant, it's like, how about like a second chance at life? It, it's, I know that sounds really dramatic, but I really feel that way. So I've just been taking this time to really, you know, um, be a better mom, set more intentions with my kids, set more intentions at home, uh, kind of get my home life back in order again. Um, so yeah, so it's been really good, but I am ready to get back at it. And I thought the most appropriate <laughs> podcast would be to share with you how I make a comeback after a major setback. And really after any setback, it really just looks the same. And considering my recent setback from surgery, like I said, I thought this would be really appropriate. So I wanted to share with you the process that I fall, follow when I fall off track. I feel that because I have a system, I follow it. It allows me to stop overthinking and just get back in a way that makes it feel good for me. Um, and I know that this is a big struggle for a lot of women. I know we do this vicious cycle. We're on track. We're off track. And that's really setting us back from seeing progress. But not only that, but feeling good about ourselves um, and really setting that healthy and fit lifestyle. We always hear, you know, I'm trying to live a fit and healthy lifestyle. And really, if uh, you're constantly off track, off track, I mean, off track, on track all the time, um, that's really showing you that you really are lacking in that foundation and really setting up the routines and the systems in place that are going to ensure that you keep up that lifestyle all year round. And that's not to say that you're going to be perfect, but that like what I'm going to share with you today, you're going to have a process to follow. So that way you're not going to stay off track for weeks at a time. You're going to get back on track. And by doing that, um, it really makes things easier. It takes the pressure off of you. It starts to become a way of life. And when you start to create those routines that make it a way of life, then you know like, hey, I'm onto something. Like I do live a healthy lifestyle. So let's get started. Like I said, today I want to share a process that I do for myself. And I'm going to explain why I do it this way and why this way actually will probably work for you. Well, actually, I know it will work for you just because it's going to address that foundation piece that I was talking about. But I'm also going to share with you ways on how to tweak it to make it become yours because, you know, through a lot of what I share is tried and true regardless of your goal, situation, fitness level. It's all sound advice, but we also are not robots, right? (laughs) 
And we need, I always take that into consideration and I always try to lead in a way that says, hey, this is what I do and why, but also leave room for you and also give you um, some tips and strategies on like, how do I apply this to, to me? Like for you to apply it to yourself because I don't want you to follow everything I do to a T. I want you to take what I'm telling you and like, how can I apply this to my own life, right? Like how can I create this to fit me? Because that's really where you're gonna be able to create the consistency, right? To make it your own and where it works with you and your family because you're a mom and you, it's not just you, right? (laughs) You have a whole family to think about. So how can we really make that mold for you? So before we really dive in, I want to tell you why it's so important to have a plan or process or system. And I think I might have already kind of explained that to you, but let me really like hone it in now. And the truth is setbacks are going to happen. Remember, you're human and shit happens, right? Like we're not robots like I talked about. So instead of beating ourselves up over not being perfect, let's actually anticipate setbacks and actually create a plan for overcoming them. If you struggle with self-guilt from having like these setbacks, Box, which is totally normal. It's something that I've had to learn how to deal with. I really encourage you to go back and listen to episode 22, which was handling setbacks with grace, because this was a big key, a big key piece for me because I am a perfectionist. I'm, I like to say I'm a recovering perfectionist. And most women that listen are, you're like me, you're a go-getter and you have like this all or nothing mentality. You're a perfectionist. I've also done podcasts on this as well because I completely understand where you're coming from. So it is crucial that we learn to handle setbacks with grace first off, right? Because when we're not giving ourselves that grace, it's we're beating ourselves up and we're in no position of empowerment to get out of feeling like crap, right? That, that guilt is going to push us down and keep us from actually getting out of that and doing good for ourselves and getting back on track. So that's a really a big piece, but I'm not going to get into the details of that. I, I totally do that in that episode and I highly recommend it. And you need to accept this, you know, truth, because honestly, like I said, you know, when you have a process in place to move forward, it makes it way easier to get back on track. And the reason being, when you fall off track, it can feel it can feel really overwhelming, right, to get back on track. And even if you were doing like all the things um, and I, I hear this time and time again, even when I was like when I would do one on one coaching clients. Um, and they know what to do. They And you might feel like this too, right? You know what to do. You at one point were even doing all the things you were eating right, you were exercising, you were on track, you were on point, and then you fall off. And then it's like, whoa, I don't even know where to start. Like it feels really overwhelming though at one point in time you're doing all the things and you honestly know how to do all the things. But, you know, and and you beat yourself even up even more, right? Because you're feeling overwhelmed and you're guilting yourself even more because you're like, well, I know how to do this, but why can't I make myself do it? And it's really, once again, this is kind of going back to that perfectionist piece. Like if you're that kind of person, then it's like a lot of the times the reason why perfectionists are actually... um, I have this problem. This is why I know. It's what happens is you get to be where you're a procrastinator. And the reason why you're procrastinating 
is not because you're lazy. It's because if I can't do this perfect, what's the point of doing it? And that's this mindset thing. And this is like the story that we have to learn to overconquer. I have to do this within myself too, because I'll get to the point where like, if I don't have time to clean something perfectly, then I'm not going to do it, right? And, and sometimes with this, this kind of concept can apply to how we are living our lives as well. When it comes to health and fitness, it's like if I'm not, if I can't do it 110%, then what's the point of doing it at all? So that is something else that you need to work through, right? But just bringing it into awareness and light can make you kind of see it for what it is. So I know I'm getting really off track, but I find that it's really important and I, I like to hone in on that message and um, because I see it a lot in women that I work with and women I talk to and for some reason women I attract because <laughs> I guess I attract people like me right so I just want to let you know this is completely normal and really this happens to all of us this whole falling off track thing um, and this my friend um, when you do fall off track and it's like you can't get back on track that's what's called a rut. And the longer you stay, the harder it is to pull yourself out of that hole you are digging yourself in. But yet when you have a process in place, it makes it easier because you know what that first step is. Instead of trying to like get overwhelmed by like, I have to do everything I want all perfect. All you have to do is focus on this first step. And then through that action is where we create more momentum and motivation. So once you get started, things just kind of flow, right? But sometimes it just takes like getting that one foot right in, that like one step in, and then everything else will just get better. We know this. It's like if you are, like I said, going back to that perfectionist thing and the procrastinator, like it, I know for me personally, like if I finally just get my ass up and do that thing, even though I know, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna do it. I'm probably not gonna do this perfect. It's not gonna be right. Like I do it and afterwards I feel so good about myself and then I wanna do more. So even though maybe that action I took was not perfect at all, right? But I took action and that's really how we create motivation. So it really does take taking that first step. So in this process, so let's kind of, <laughs> we're gonna kind of get through this. I'm going to use, actually use my process as an example, and I'm going to explain to you like why I do it this way, and then I'm also going to kind of show you, like give you tidbits on like how you can tweak this and adjust this process to match you, all right? Sound good? You ready to get started? Let's do this. So as you already know, like I said, seven weeks ago, I had explant surgery. I removed my breast implants for health issues. And I'm not going to go into details because I have been sharing it all on Instagram at mom is the new strong is my handle or, or mom is the new strong is my handle. And I have done a few podcasts episode on this as well. Bottom line, they were making me sick and I feel way better. But even though I feel better post-surgery, it was a major surgery and I've had to come back from that. And for the months leading up to surgery, I was definitely off track with my fitness and health routine because of how sick and crappy I was feeling. So this is actually the perfect example for making a major comeback. You know, anytime I uh, get back on track after a setback, I follow the same process regardless of how big the setback is sometimes this process is quick because I wasn't off track long and I can quickly you know check things off my list and speed up this process and then sometimes it's kind of slower like you know for example with this recovery it has been you know I have to take some time to kind of ease into things so you know stick with me it's going to make sense and we're about to really dive in 
to some really applicable things, right? So first thing is first, I focus on what I like to call my healthy lifestyle basics. And these are the fundamental things of living a healthy and fit lifestyle. This is really the foundation. This is your sleep, your stress, your water intake, and your mindset. Stick with me. I know it sounds very simple. I know this is like, well, no shit, Jessica. I know this and I've heard this. But I want to ask you, are you actually applying this? And do you know why? And sometimes we have to know really why (laughs) in order for us to be like, oh, like I really do need to do that. Like we all know we need to get more sleep. We need a man of stress. We need to drink more water and we need to like work on our mindset. But we don't really know why. And I'm going to explain to you why this, how this is, how this affects your fitness, how this affects your weight loss. And I go actually even to more great detail on why these things are so important. Um, in an episode, it was episode 12, what to focus on and when to create a fit lifestyle. And it talks about the the beginning of my fit or my fit mom pyramid is really, and that's really the process that I myself and I take my clients through is this fit mom pyramid um, to help them create a healthy lifestyle that builds upon itself by really focusing on what matters the most. Like what's gonna get you the most bang for your buck, what's really gonna set you up to make things easier because a lot of the times we go about fit and healthy backwards um, and focus on some of the things that really don't matter that much. Um, But then we struggle through and it's because we're not working, our bodies are not working with us, they're working against us because we didn't set up this um, fit or this foundation, right? So I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. The reason why these things are so important is because they are the things that dictate whether your body is going to work for you or against you while you're trying to achieve your fitness or weight loss goals. These are the very things that can sabotage your progress and efforts when you're trying to get fit, lose weight, or any of those like things that fall into the realm of health and fitness. So not getting enough sleep drinking or not drinking enough water, not dealing with stress can set you up for food cravings and drained energy. All right. This is going to also mess with your can mess with your hormones. Um, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. And it's just really going to not give you that foundation, like I said, to set you up for success. So not getting enough sleep messes, like I said, with your hormones. When you don't get enough sleep, your hunger hormone called ghrelin, which I like to call it the gremlin, <laughs> because that helps me remember it's a hunger hormone, is increased, causing increased hunger the next day. Your satiety hormone called leptin, which makes you feel hungry after, you know, makes you feel full with food, is actually decreased the next day, which causes you to feel less satisfied after eating. And your stress hormone cortisol is increased, which adds more fuel to your stress fire, which signals your body to not be in a good state for health or fat loss. All of these things, it's like a trifecta, happens when you don't get enough sleep. Not to mention lack of sleep means less energy to get through your day, make good choices. It means you're going to be moody with your kids. It's going to, it's just going to affect your quality of life. And, you know, on even a, a further, further extent of that, studies are, you know, there is a correlation between obesity and 
and lack of sleep. Um, lack of sleep can increase your risk for obesity. Um, and it's just because, like I said, you're not giving your body what it needs to function correctly. Next is not drinking enough water can easily lead to food cravings and lack of energy, much like sleep, but mostly because your thirst and harm, uh, hunger signals are actually, they feel the same in your body. So your body, you it's hard for you to distinguish between the two because they feel the same. And you can easily, like I said, you can easily mistake this and just being slightly dehydrated can affect your energy levels, which makes sense because we're 70% water. We're like basically fish, okay? <laughs> and we need water for all our basic bodily functions. Once again, just going back to treating your body well so that it can function the way it should. And also trying to get fit in a stressed state is really a recipe for your body to fight you. Dieting and exercise are stressors in themselves. They can be good stressors if they're done right and in the right context. But regardless, they are stressors. If you are, you know, if you try to add those stressors on, in on top of like an already stressed out life, you're really just asking for problems. Um, I have this saying actually, I say a lot is a healthy body is a sexy body and being truly fit really does stem from a healthy foundation. Now let's see how you can apply this and how I apply this to myself because I'm big on examples and I don't know about you, but whenever somebody uses examples, it's like, oh, that makes complete sense. (laughs) So after my surgery, um, and then the fir- after my surgery, the first couple of weeks, I was just really focusing on recovering before I started my official comeback. Um, and during that time, whenever I'm just starting to make a comeback, I really think about my mindset. You know, maybe making sure that I'm mentally in a space where I'm ready to get back on track because it does take energy. It does take, you know, that willpower initially, right, to re-kickstart these healthy habits to get back on track. For me, it's simply deciding to, to myself that I'm ready and giving myself compassion for that setback, knowing that my setback is not a reflection of my worth or who I am, but merely something that happened. And I'm going to repeat that because this is really important. Knowing that your setback is not a reflection of your worth or who you are, but it's merely that something that just happened right? It doesn't define you. And I've been doing this for years and following the same process. So it's really basically automatic now, but this mind mindset piece is really crucial. This part um, might actually take you a little bit more time um, than just simply thinking, okay, I'm ready to go. If you are somebody that constantly finds yourself in a setback, Really take the time to sit down and journal, especially if you are this person that is in a vicious cycle and you find that you're in a setback, you're in a rut, you're off track more than you're on track, then you really need to kind of take some self-awareness at this point and figure out what's going on. And some questions that you can reflect on are, what was my setback? Just trying to really define like what was that setback? And is this a reoccurring pattern? Why? Why is it a reoccurring pattern? Why do you think this keeps happening? What can, and then ask yourself, what can I do to set myself up for better success this time around? You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, inspecting a different result. So we got to change 
change things up if it's not working right. Ask yourself other questions like, do I need to let go of something that is not working for me? A certain diet or exercise routine. Um, this, I can uh, really relate to this. So, you know, we we think that this certain way is the the way to go about losing weight or getting fit or getting healthy, right? And we just keep like beating our heads into a wall trying to make it work, trying to put like a circle and a square peg because this is what we think is the right thing. Well, turns out, once again, going back, we're not all robots. So sometimes, you know, it's really there's different approaches that work best for different people. And it really sometimes takes that trial and error to really find out what works for you and sometimes tweaking things, right? You know, just because this is like supposedly the perfect diet, you know, even just for like a health standpoint, maybe you need to tweak some things in that diet, right? I've I really have yet to come across like the perfect diet for everybody. It doesn't really work that way and that's why it can be so hard, but being able to let go of that and knowing when it is time to move on and try something new can be very helpful. Um other other things is why am I getting back on track? Really being in tuned with like what does this mean for me? Is this a priority? Um, you know what keeps getting in the way? Because if you're just like nonchalant, like yeah, I'm ready to get back on track, and you just keep finding that you're falling off and you're falling off. Um, really analyzing like am I making time for this yes I want this but how bad do I want this and am I really making time and making it a priority in my life because honestly we got a lot of things going on and you can find like time to you can fill your time with all kinds of things I don't think any of us are just sitting around bored like I none of us are right (laughs) we don't get that luxury especially as moms so we really have to hone in on like what is our priorities because if you don't do that and you're not aware of that life is just going to run all over you and then there's going to be things filling up your life that are not in line with your values and priorities and that's when you get frustrated and that's when you feel lost and you feel angry and depressed is because you're not being in line with who you really are and that's a whole nother podcast in itself but I'll just leave you with that some food for thought and nine times out of ten your setbacks are the same reoccurring old pattern (laughs) you know and to break that pattern you need to become aware of what is happening in order for it to change now that your mindset is on track second I will focus on sleep and water two very fundamental things that make a big difference I focus on getting seven to eight hours of sleep at night and drinking a gallon of water a day those are pretty much my staple guidelines for that very simple Um, maybe not so simple to implement, but make a very huge difference based on what I just explained to you, right? Like on how it affects our hormones and our bodily functions. And there are a few things that I do to really ensure that this happens because I think it's very simple, right? Like I said, it's simple, but easier said than done. So it's very important, once again, going back to those routines and systems on how do we create consistent, um, consistent outputs, you know, like making sure that this does happen. It just doesn't happen by accident. It's, it's, it's not like maybe if you were a single woman, (laughs) you could be like having the luxury of just, 
you know, sleeping in when you want and, you know, and not being so busy during the day that you forget to drink water. But as moms, it's really crucial that we do have these systems and routines in place and we do make sure that it fits in our life. So the way that I do this, um, a few things I do to make this happen. Um, One is with the water. I always always carry my handy dandy water canister. I take it with me everywhere and I'm not exaggerating on this, guys. It's a 42-ounce stainless steel water canister. I ordered it off Amazon for like, I don't know, like maybe $30 or less. And it makes keeping up with water intake so much easier. And since it's always handy, there's no excuses to forget to drink water. And it makes it easy because I just have to drink three of those in a day to reach my water input. Um, A lot of the times I will notice women will just randomly, they'll have uh, bottles of water or they'll make a glass of water. And I don't know about you, but mom brain, like five bottles in or five (laughs) cups in, I'd be like, oh shit, like what, what number am I again? Like, and then you get frustrated and then you're like well screw it like I already forgot like what's the point right um some things that I have seen and I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called but I have a couple of friends that have um these water canisters that it's like it's really cool I don't know how it works um but the water canister actually tracks your water intake for you on an app on your phone really cool I'm pretty sure you can google that on Amazon or just Google it. Um, they're a little pricey. I think they're like 40 or $50. But if you're somebody that really struggles with water, I know somebody in particular I'm thinking of right now, it really, really helps her to finally get back on track with water because it kept up with it for her. And then I believe like, I'm, I'm pretty sure the app will give you reminders. There are apps you can, uh, get that will remind you to drink water. Some things that I've told one-on-one clients is like simply alarms. Like I love alarms on my phone. Most of us have our phone with our, us everywhere we go. So really utilize like alarm systems. Like I will put an alarm on my phone for all kinds of things, like things that I have trouble remembering or I will get so caught up. I'm not, I have to, I'm a person that I'm a Pisces. <laughs> my mind just kind of floats around sometimes. Um, I kind of, I really have had to work hard for for making structure in my life, and I and I do feel a lot better with it. But my sense of time can be really off, so I always have a watch on for that reason. And I set alarms in my phone to remind me of things, um, things like, hey, it's eight o'clock, like time to get the kids ready for bed. You know, just little things that I have a hard time. Rem- um, I will get out of line with and I need to be focused on. So for example, with water, you could put so many alarms, like every couple hours alarm to drink water. And what you're doing is you are creating a routine. Um, You're creating habits and the way that habits work is you have uh, a trigger. (laughs) You know, you you have the habit and you have a reward. I'm not going to go too deep into that. That could actually be, I find myself saying this like, yeah, it could be a podcast episode, but it really could be. Um, But just knowing that repetition is also a big part of creating a habit. So if you're, if you have those alarms on your phone, and you're creating that repetition, like eventually you're just going to start reaching for that water, right? Um, and once again, having something you take with you everywhere is crucial. Also having like that one thing you drink water at out of really very beneficial. Um, the next thing is I focus on my morning and bedtime routines with my family to ensure that I get seven to eight hours of sleep. Like I said, this doesn't happen by itself, right? We have to create these, we have to create these systems for ourselves. Um, and this looks like having a consistent routine for me. Like this means going to sleep and waking up around the same time every day, even though I don't work a normal nine to five or that my kids don't go to school, but I still 
make sure that um, I, I get up at the same time, I like the same time and about the same time I go to sleep. And this is creating like that routine, right? And really ensuring that I'm getting that sleep in. Um, and just to give you an example, uh, between 8 and 8.30 is usually when I get my kids ready for um, bedtime and they have a bedtime routine. And this means like we do baths, we brush our teeth, we have story time. Um, we do everything in the sequence in the same way every night. Um, and also it really helps my son. My son has sleeping issues. Um I'm not going to get into too many details on his little background story, but he has some quirks about him. And one of those things is bedtime. It's always been a struggle. He's five years old. He still wakes up one to two, three times a night. And we struggled a lot with getting him to sleep in his own room. So having that bedtime routine has made a huge difference for him. So for kids, like this too can really be very helpful for them. Kids just do really good with routines. And then I'm in bed by between between like 9.30 and 10 p.m. with my hubby and to get some sleep. And then we wake up at 6 a.m. every day and I get my kids up around 8 a.m. This gives me, this is like really important, ladies. <laughs> Moms, listen in. This is how I get me time besides going to the gym. Um, you know, this gives me a few hours to myself before I have to get my kids up. And during this time, I have a routine as well. I get up my husband. We have bre- I get his breakfast ready. I pack his lunch. I unload the dishwasher. I put a load of laundry in. And this is, I know this sounds really like mundane, but you know, I try to do a load of laundry a day so that way I don't spend a whole day once a week doing bombarded with laundry. Like I will put the laundry in the beginning of the day, right? In the morning. And then some throughout the day, I'll fold one time, sometime during the day, I'll fold it up and I'll put it up. And that really has helped a lot. And I also use like these little color catchers. So, you know, if you're that type of person, like, of course you want to mix whites and colors, but they really work. So I can just like throw in whatever is dirty. It doesn't, I don't have to worry about colors and all that kind of stuff to keep me from like, oh, I got to hold off on all this laundry because I got to wait for more whites or whatever. Um, dishwasher, same thing. Like that has helped tremendously. So I'm not like washing tons of dishes. I run the dishwasher every night routinely and then I unload it in the morning. Um, just some like little things to throw in there. Uh, I usually in the morning, that's when I, and then I'll drink my organic superfoods green drink to get me started for the day. Maybe have some mushroom coffee and I'll sit down to meditate. I'll journal. And basically what I'm doing is I'm mentally preparing for the day. And this is honestly my favorite part of the day, but it's also another crucial piece in my mindset. You know, this meant, like I said, mentally prepares me for the day because once the kids get up, there's no focusing on me, right? Like everything's focused on them. And, you know, I know some of you moms work full time, so you don't get that luxury of like two hours to yourself before your kids get up, but you could still have like a morning routine to prepare yourself mentally. You know, even if that's like just 10 to 15 minutes doing some journaling or meditation or stretches and, when I worked full time, I actually got up an hour to I got up a couple hours earlier than my family so I could work out like because that was the only time that I could fit in a workout because when I got home from work, picked up the kids from daycare, I had to do dinner. I had to clean the house. I had to spend time with them and my husband. So there was no time. But I have always made sure like ever since I was a mom that I have my me time in some way. And that has made such a huge difference I when I don't versus when I do have that me time. Because if I don't, if I'm like in this, this, I mean, of course, 
course, there's some days I sleep in, whatever, and this doesn't happen. Um, but those are the days where I'm rushed and I'm frantic. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It's like your kids are waking you up. It's like you don't get that buffer to like ease into the day. It's like full-blown chaos the moment you wake up. <laughs> and that's really setting the tone for the rest of your day. So when you're handling your morning in, in this rushed way, in this chaotic way, and you're already stressed out, guess how the rest of your day is going to go? It's going to go like that, you know? So it really matters. Um, okay, so now that's basic, all the healthy basics, right? We talked about sleep, water, mindset, handling stress, you know, taking time to mentally prepare yourself. Now let's talk about exercise and nutrition. And I always throw in exercise as quick as I can, only once I get in good sleep. I won't exercise unless I get in good sleep because it's too much of a stressor. And, you know, I want to be able to, if I'm going to take the time to exercise, I want to be able to get the most out of it. And I want my body to recover because exercise is only as good as your recovery, really. <coughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> my coughing over here. Um, but really, it's it's too much of a stressor when you're already stressed out. I've actually had clients where I don't give them exercise right away, or I'll tell them like walking or something that's actually going to help with de-stressing because they already have so much stress in their lives that they don't need a high intensity exercise program on top of that. Like it's just gonna do more harm than good. Um, and the reason I personally throw it in ASAP is because it's a cornerstone habit. And what do I mean by that? Like what the hell is a cornerstone habit? So what that means is when I exercise, I know that it's going to push me to do better in everything. A cornerstone habit is is something that you do and you know when you do it, it's just going to translate and like push all your other things that you want to do further. It's going to make things easier. So you know, if I exercise, I know that I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to make healthier food choices. It's going to make eating healthier easier for me. I'm going to be in a better mood. You know, it's going to help regulate my hunger. I'm going to be able to sleep better. You know, so it's all these win-win-wins whenever I do exercise. And I have talked to people about this, and I find it's true for most people as well. So even if you can't fit in like a whole workout, just getting in 10 to 15 minutes, can really make a difference. And I really feel strongly about exercising in the morning so that it translates into the rest of your day um, and really finding just a way to be active as just to really get that benefit. And it really helps to put your mindset also in the right place. And if you don't think exercise is your cornerstone habit, then I really want you to think about what is, like what is that one thing that makes everything so much easier and just falls into place when you do that? So speaking of cornerstone, let's talk about my nutrition cornerstone habits. Um, and that for me is um, meal planning and meal prepping. It really like I know um, when I do that, my whole week is going to fall into place. Like healthier eating and reaching my goals is just so much easier when I have a plan in place and I follow through. And like if I leave that up for chance, then I'm more likely to go through a drive through or not have the right ingredients for a meal or food is going to go bad in my fridge or I'm not going to know. I'm going to just be like dead, like deer in headlights at dinner time. What the hell am I going to make? So what? So some things that I have found that for that is um, I will do like an inventory of my kitchen, where are things at. I will figure out meals for the week based on, you know, ingredients I still have. 
Um, and then I'll make a list and I'll go to the grocery store and I only pick up those things. And, and, and then I have that plan for the rest of the day. I mean, for the rest of the week. And I really also focus on like getting those things out of my house that are not aligned with my healthy lifestyle and bringing in foods that are, you know, you're going to make better choices if those choices are right in front of you. You're going to make bad choices if those bad choices are right in front of you, if that makes sense. And I know we're moms and we have to have the junk food, right? I'm not saying we have to, but we're not going to be so hard on our kids as we, you know, they got to have some of those snacks, even if they're like the organic granola bars and stuff. That's like what I get my kids. Um, Then put those things out of sight, out of mind. Right. If you're going to make fresh cookies for your kids, don't put it on a plate in the middle of your kitchen where every time you walk past it, you have to use that willpower not to grab a cookie. Right. That that is that's draining your willpower battery. And so put those things out of sight. Right. Okay. make things a little easier on yourself. Just little hacks like that. And you also have to ask yourself what works best for your personality. So what I have found is some people do better if they do, they start eating like 100% right away. Like they, they're doing everything all at once. And then some people do better when they ease into it because they get overwhelmed very quickly. And when they get overwhelmed is when they fall off track. So just ask yourself what I w- I do is I ask myself what feels right in this moment. You know, for me, sometimes I'm ready to hit it like 100% eating right away. Um, and then there's other times like I have to ease into it and really just being in tune with like what feels good and what's going to set me up, not for doing what you think you need to do, if that makes sense. Like, you know, a lot of us think like if we're going to do this, we have to do it all right and we have to do it right from the beginning. And, you know, that's that's just a story you're telling yourself like that's not that's not true like you can do it however you want to do it what really matters is is you can stay consistent with it and I always give myself grace and acceptance I never expect myself to be perfect Um, I actually know that sometimes I'm going to mess up a little bit more during getting back on track in that first week but what the difference is is I don't make it an excuse to start again tomorrow the next Monday like I start getting back on track right then and there. And once again, if you struggle with this, I really highly, highly recommend you listening to episode 22 about handling setbacks with grace. If that is, you know, something that you struggle with, because if you can't learn to handle setbacks with grace, you will continue to fall into ruts from beating yourself up from the guilt when you fall off. You know, when you beat yourself up, you're unable to empower yourself to get back on track. So a big part of getting back on track with my nutrition, like I said, is planning out my meals for the week and ensuring that I'm setting myself up to make ready, like really easy choices. Um, You know, our days are going to be hectic and we're more likely to want to eat out or eat crappy food or make other choices because we're strapped on time. I know this is definitely easier said than done, which is Actually, why I'm in the process of working on a course to teach busy moms how to create their own custom meal plan and meal prepping system that teaches them how to create it in a way that's simplistic, practical, fully customized, that can make it effortlessly to repeat every week, that fuels and tones a body you're proud of while getting your picky family to eat with you. And I know that kind of sounds like is that possible? (laughs) And yes, it is because that's what I do and it works. And it's something that is, you can easily keep up, right? And I decided that this was 
really something that I needed to focus on teaching or showing women because I'm teaching women how to macro count, but then I was finding that it was hard for them to implement it because they don't have a foundation when it comes to their food that allows them to fit macro counting into a really busy day. Um, so I kept seeing these moms filling at these macro, uh, like these great diets like macro counting. Um, and it's hard enough to learn how to macro count, but when there's no system in place to build upon it, it makes it basically impossible. And really as moms, we don't need complications. We really need more simplicity in order for it to work. And I'm really finding that out. And on, on a personal note, I am really working on that as like my life in general, you know, not just the meal planning, not just how do I handle my fitness and health, but how do I handle my household? How do I handle things with my kids? How do I keep up with my house? And I found that really it's simplifying. Simplifying is the answer. Getting rid of all the extras that don't, you know, really honing in and focus on like what matters the most and having processes and systems that are easily repeatable um and it makes like a really it really does make a difference and I used to think that the solution to help women was more knowledge like they needed to know more like they needed to know how to macro count the best ways to work out the best supplements to take but really the more that I work with moms I find that they're struggling because they don't have a strong foundation they don't have these systems these routines that are actually setting them up for success it's like a house like if you don't have a good foundation you don't have that what happens the house is going to crumble you know you're going to start adding all these things on top of the house there's no foundation eventually everything's going to fall and on top of that lacking that right kind of mindset too like you can have all the knowledge in the world but if you can't implement it and you can't get yourself to do it like it really doesn't matter. So you're going to start seeing me talk more about these things with y'all. I'm really excited, you know, coming up with, uh, I have a list of podcast episodes that I am going to be putting together. Um, But back to what we're talking about this episode, let me go ahead and recap for you and bring this and tie this up for you before I let you go is Like I said, this is my process and I really want you to take what I have said today and really ask yourself, how can I apply this, but also not overlooking the simplicity of it because I know that what I'm saying sounds really simple. I know it sounds really easy. I know you probably know in the back of your head, like, yeah, I know I need to do that. (laughs) But I'm like, I said earlier, like, are you doing that? And why not? You know, and, and not overlooking how much of an impact that can have. Because even if this, you're not really, even if you're not coming back from a setback, what if you're just getting started These little things are going to make a big difference. Just getting, drinking enough water in itself can make a big difference. I've seen this with people, you know, like telling them how much just drinking more water can matter and then they actually implementing that, not making any changes and then seeing their food cravings really diminish like and everything just starts falling into place. I'm like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. These little things that we're overlooking. And we need to stop looking for that perfect shiny diet or trying all these these different things and just going back to what works, like foundational things. So let me go ahead and, and repeat for you what that was. But it's sleep, getting enough sleep, seven, eight hours of sleep, getting drinking enough water, aim for a gallon of water a day. Um 
It was handling your mindset. And we talked about that. I gave you some journaling prompts. You can go back and really kind of have that self-awareness piece of like, why does this keep happening? And what can I do differently this time? Um, Another thing that I talked about was cornerstone habits. And that was, or it also dealing with stress, you know, right? Like we're not, we don't want to add more fuel to the fire. Um, so doing that appropriately too, when it comes to nutrition and it comes to your exercise, knowing those are stressors and am I ready to add those back into my life or do I need to figure out how to handle my stress? We talked about morning routines and evening routines, setting that kind of up, setting your, basically send, thinking about all those little things that are going to set you up for success, the meal prepping, the meal planning, you know, and what I really want you to think about is right now, if you're even overwhelmed with like this episode, right, you're like, okay, she's telling me these things, but I still feel stuck. I feel still feel overwhelmed. I want you to think about the things that I talked about. I want you to look at your sleep. I want you to look at your water intake, your stress, your mindset, your nutrition, your exercise, let's look at those six things. And I want you to think about, and I want you to just go in that order. Am I getting enough sleep? Yes or no? If not, work on that first. Am I drinking enough water? Yes or no? Okay, then work on that. Yes, move on. The next thing was your um, stress. Literally thinking, okay, am I really stressed out? How can I handle that or not? Am I ready to move on? Okay, yes, then, you know, the mindset thing really kind of falls into everything. I really feel like that might be the first step. I kind of maybe skip that. And then looking at your nutrition and then adding in your exercise, really just adding these in one at a time, it'll have a compound effect. And asking yourself once again, what is my cornerstone habit? What is those, what's that one thing I can do that's going to push everything forward? My example was exercise. And I find that can be a cornerstone for a lot of people. That doesn't mean you have to go out and do 45 minutes of high intensity exercise that can mean going for a walk that can mean 10 to 15 minutes of doing something for yourself if you can't find 10 to 15 minutes for you then you really need to rethink about what are your priorities and like how are you going about your life like some of this could just simply mean and I'm not going to preach about everything but like you know if you are somebody that's constantly always having to put your house together or you're always doing cleaning up messes and things like that. Maybe it's time to declutter. Maybe it's time to like have a more minimalistic approach where you're gonna, that's gonna help to free up your time. You know, really think about what are those things that are taking up your time besides your your kids, of course, so you're gonna, those are gonna take up time, right? And, and work, like those are things you can't get around, but how can we optimize everything else so that way we do have time for ourselves? right? Because it's really crucial and really important as moms that we make time for ourselves or we're going to burn out and you are worth it. And asking yourself, and that could be that mindset piece too, right? Do you think you're worthy of that? Do you think that you're a priority? Do you think that you deserve love? And, you know, if that's something that you're struggling with, it makes sense that you're struggling to have a fit and healthy lifestyle. It's it's because a fit and healthy lifestyle is part of self-love and self-care that's taking care of you. And if you don't think you're worthy of it, well, guess what? It's going to be really hard to implement that. So kind of working on that, that factor. I know this is why it's so 
this is why it can be so complicated, right? When we're trying to get started, there's all these components. And the more that I can simplify it for you, the better. But it's up to you to really self-analyze and become self-aware of how to put these pieces together and what you need to work on and when to actually start seeing success. And that's that's the work, right? You got to put in the work, right? To get something out of it. So I'm going to leave you with that. Like I said, I'm so happy to be back and I hope you found this helpful. If you did, um, I would love for you to connect with me. I am uh, mom is new strong on Instagram and on Facebook, or you can personally add me on Facebook, Jessica Nicole May, and I'd love to hear from you. But until then, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.